Blog Talk Radio. G's on the podcast. OBP midweek coming at you in full effect live on this Wednesday, August. I'm going to take a guess. 15th, am I right? Oh, I am right today, finally. Been a good week, but the name of this episode is A Beltless Weekend. We didn't have the show last week because there's not too much going on in boxing, and uh, I figured that we might as well say some of the talk for the Sunday show. Uh, let the let the big dog RC talk about it, talk about what's been going on. And boy, oh boy, was that a great idea! I didn't know uh, last week we had a special guest, uh, King Mo, a two-time MMA champion. Um, in different, you know, different uh, federations or whatnot, uh, came and talked boxing with us for a good full two hours. You know, usually the shows are one fit one hour to one fifteen, one thirty max. But we had a great show last Sunday. Went two hours with King Mo and Janelle, man. Uh, had some good feedback about it, and uh, I'm glad we got to do that. Uh, this week, very very similar situation. Um, it's not Facebook streaming, at least this week. We get a couple of fights on Showtime streaming during the daytime, and then we get some fights on ESPN at night. Nothing too spectacular. Uh, we've got the comeback of a pretty big name. Well, not a comeback, but uh, another fight, the return of a big-name heavyweight, got some other heavyweight action going on. But besides that, man, it's not too much going on, so we might not have that long of a show for you today. But we did want to get it in because there is a few things that we could discuss this week in regards to boxing news. But before we do that, I got to take it to my man of the main show, Sundays, 12 p.m. Pacific. 2 p.m. Central. My man from Central Valley, California, RC. RC, man, what's popping? What's going down, man? Oh, my bad. I wasn't wasn't sure if you were ready to rock right then and there, but uh, (laughs) I just seen an Instagram post from one Yannette Garcia. Uh, Most people know her as the Mexican Weather Channel lady. Good Lord, have mercy, blessings. But anyway, uh, good show that we had Sunday. As you mentioned, it was a really good time talking to King Mo. 
uh, bringing in Janelle and all that good stuff and having what seemed to be uh, agreement to disagree on certain things when it came to the heavyweight division. But I think that went on for about 45 minutes. Like you said, it was not meant to be such a long show as it meant to be or as it, as it turned out to be. But, um, you know, it, it was cool. It was cool talking to uh, King Mo and, and uh, getting clicked up with him afterwards and all that good stuff. So uh, I had a really good time last time we came on the show Thursday. And as I mentioned, it was a, a kind of a, just on the fly type of thing that just happens, so we rolled with it. But um, yeah, man, it was really cool to to take care of that business, and I was uh, excited to get back on the show coming this Wednesday because we had a lot of pos- a lot of positive feedback, as you mentioned. And um, yeah, man, so shit, bro, I'm just uh, just chilling right here, man. Um, I was uh, kind of just uh, went to go feed my dogs and stuff like that after the gym, so um, I was ready to get back in my in my in my physical fitness form with uh, getting back to the grind of it all instead of playing around with, you know, you know, playing in the snow and, and taking all these trips and stuff. It feels like we, we getting back to Venice and kind of waiting for the September date to come through. Cause that seems like it, I mean, it's going to be the obvious fight of the year and we're going to have a whole lot to talk about that. But one thing I'm excited to talk about this week, even though it's a little, you know, kind of watered down and we're just talking about what's really going on for uh, the weekend for the hardcore fight fans. But for me, I'm really looking forward to see, even though I know it's not a big marquee fight, to see what the one and only, the Don Tyson Fury, the Gypsy King, puts on this this Saturday because it'll be coming on early for us. But we all know who's going to be in attendance, and that's going to be one, the only. One face, one name, speak it, believe it, receive it. The Bronze Bomber, Deontay Wilder, will be in attendance. And I can't wait to see what kind of WWE theatrics they have after that fight, because I don't see no way in hell that that that, that Tyson Fury is going to be on the losing end of this stick. And he had a lot of funny quotes going on before or after or during the press today. So uh, yeah, man. Even though it's a little slow, and we um, we're still you know we got some things going on, we got some stuff going. But um, there's always a lot of news to talk about unboxing. So man, um, I'm just glad to be here, and um, I'm ready to chop 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 it up with you, Willis. Well, let's go ahead and get through it, and since there's really nothing going on, and the biggest name, as you mentioned, fighting this weekend is uh, it's what I would call the lineal champ, but I guess there is no lineal heavyweight champ at this point in time. Uh, the guy who beat the man, we're talking about Tyson Fury. Uh, he's coming yep. back after a, a long hiatus of cocaine and excuses and food. Uh, he's coming. He's come back. He fought some bum not too long ago. Um, in fact, let me pull up the information. And today and Saturday, on the undercard of uh, on the undercard of uh, Frampton versus Luke Jackson, uh, which is a featherweight contest for no for no belt. That's why this is called a beltless weekend. I think there is a couple of belts up for grabs, but nothing too serious. Nobody that's headlining the show is fighting for any kind of championship. Um, But Tyson Fury taking on um, some dude. I didn't even write his name down. I think think that's how they had it on the thing. Uh, Tyson Fury versus some guy should be Uh, easy work. Francisco Pinata. Francisco Pinata. He's going to be yeah, a, he 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 a, he gonna go from Pinata. He's going to be Pinata to a, a goddamn uh, Pinata. <laughs> yeah, he's got four. four, four uh, I remember seeing he had four 
four L's, uh, three of them by uh, three of them by um, knockout. And his last fight, he lost. So Tyson Fury, yep. uh, just getting ready to show his uh, just to not to show his skills because uh, last time his last fight against whoever that guy was, I'm pulling up his name now, uh, the little bum. Uh, he didn't look that good, even though he stopped. Hey, yeah, and <laughs> that guy was super small, though. Yeah, that look. I, I'm glad you called him a little bum because that dude was a fucking midget for the heavyweight division. I mean, and well, that was, uh, you know, remember the whole face off where they kind of kissed each other, and then there was a fight in the stands. Like, all that shit that happened before the fight was probably more entertaining than the actual fight. I mean, ugh. yeah, they. <laughs> this guy was so small. And so old, you know, Tyson Fury is 30. The guy was 39. Um, Tyson Fury is 30. They don't even have, on the box rec, they they took his height off, off of there. And they probably did, did that. They? I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure, <laughs> yeah, there's no height on there. Tyson Fury wow. people had something to do with that. So when you look back, you won't be able to see how small this guy was. And he's the only guy on fight rec, on, uh, on box rec that I haven't seen with their height. So, but... Tyson yeah, Fury's he, fighting. He was below. Fight. He was below Tyson's nipples, man. Yeah, damn near. Tyson Fury is fighting a guy that's a little, a little taller this time in, uh, in Pineta, 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 in Francisco yeah, Pineta. Pineta. I think he's six. He's six four. Um, but like I said, he's coming off a unanimous decision loss to some guy, some guy, some guy Peter Millis. Who is eleven and zero? So he might yeah. be some kind of up and coming guy. He had a his he a win before that knockout. He got knocked out. Knockout. 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 Unanimous knockout. 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 So yeah. I think pretty like like that other guy from last week. I think he's coming in. He's got a lot of knockouts. Um, yeah, because the guy last uh, not last week but last fight. Uh, Seferi or whatever his name is, he had a lot of knockouts also. So we see that means nothing. Um, be looking for Tyson Fury to try to sharpen his skills because, like you said, on the other end of this fight, uh, you know, even though, you know, King Mo uh, said that he probably didn't believe it was going to go down, and I, a couple of weeks ago, didn't believe it should happen. But they say it's happening, Fury versus Wilder. So, uh you better get out here and show us something um, and make sure that, that he can get some. He, he's probably going to try to get some rounds in and try to move around a little more than he did against that other guy. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see what uh, what Tyson Fury uh, shows up. If a bum Tyson Fury shows up again, I'm going to be looking at it like he's just cashing out. He's gonna He was going to take the Wilder or Joshua fight so he can get his money back and disappear again. So we're gonna see. Um, like I said, this guy's probably is, is a. I, I've really never seen him fight, so I'm gonna say he's probably not that great as far as uh, top elite skills go. So I would be looking for Fury to knock him out, similar to like he did the other guy. Not really even offering anything, just beating up a bum that has no skills. So uh, I'm gonna say knockout in my about the tenth, but really I have no idea. Um, we don't know who this guy is, and also we don't know if Fury is actually any good anymore. So, RC, I know you said you had uh, pretty much had Fury picking the win in this fight, but uh, just as far as 
how he looked last time, uh, what does he need to show you to prove that he's ready for the big dog in the USA, Deontay Wilder? Well, he's going to have to bring it, man. He's going to have to bring it because his last fight was uh, – I mean, you can't put too much stock into what he did last time because his last fight was, uh, you know, coming off the long hiatus in which he has not fought since, you know, beating Vladimir Klitschko. Because if people remember, there was a long uh, probably six- to nine-month wait where they were like, okay, we're going to get this rematch going with Klitschko, but it never happened. So uh, people, you know, that's, I think that's why a lot of people think that this fight was not going to happen. King Mo and, uh, and Eddie Hearn and guys who are saying, yeah, you know, it seems like it's written in stone, but it's still Tyson Fury at the end of the day. When the, when the boy called call Wolf and there's no Wolf, there ain't nobody going to believe him. We know how that story goes from, from the whole childhood folk telling shit. So um, it, it's understandable. But um, when I look at it from the standpoint as um, the way things go this way is, I'm looking at it from the whole mannerism standpoint from from the simple fact that uh, Tyson Fury said, whether I'm ready or not, and I'm going verbatim right here. I don't have my notes in front of me because, you know, um, you know, Willa, you the host with the most right now, so I'm, I'm chilling right now. But, um, but I'm going verbatim. He said, whether I'm ready or I'm not, I'm going to defend British boxing because one pussy by the name of Anthony Joshua was scared to take the fight. So I'm going to go in this fight. I'm a spark boy out, and then I'm going to go to Vegas, and I'm going to spark out Deontay Wilder. He said for him, and him being the Don Tyson Fury, it's very simple. The way he gets his belt back, he's just got to beat two bums. And the two bums being one, Deontay Wilder, the other bum being two, Anthony Joshua. Tyson Fury says that you combine Deontay Wilder's brain and Joshua's brain, they don't equal to the same amount of the boxing brain that he obtained. He's looking at it like easy money. There's nobody that's on his level. And you know what, Willa? I'm a really big Deontay Wilder fan right now, and I don't think anybody want to see Deontay Wilder. But if Deontay Wilder was fighting the Tyson Fury that was the man who beat the man back when he beat Vladimir Klitschko, well, I might take Tyson Fury in this fight just because of the shape that he was in. We all know that he has great footwork, great boxing ability, and he really does have a good boxing brain. Because let's not forget, Tyson Fury got that chance to fight Vladimir Klitschko, and he won that fight. And we're talking about a heavyweight who doesn't have big knockout power. So he's a really good boxer. Um, it's it's a it's a good boxing style, but not it, it's it, 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 when you talk about Luis Ortiz having great boxing you know, the great boxing brain and the style that he has. It's somewhat similar, but Tyson Fury has a completely different style, but it's really good boxing. Uh, we all know that Ortiz has devastating power. Uh, uh, you know, the Gypsy King hasn't proven that he has that big knockout power, but he definitely has a style that frustrates people, hard to find when it comes to the range and all that stuff. And, I mean, at the end of the day, the man's six foot nine, uh, the biggest heavyweight in the division, unless you're talking about, you know, Tyson, uh, the the uh, – Japanese heavyweight that Oscar De La Hoya has. Don't know where he's been for a while because I think he's like seven foot four or something like that. But um, might be a little bit taller. But Tyson Fury definitely has that style, and he says, you know, I mean, the way he's looking at it with his press conference, he's saying, look, man, I'm looking to rock, I'm looking to spark water, I'm looking to spark Joshua, and I'm looking to blow up and spend a lot of money. So I mean, whether people want to call it a cash out or not, it might be that. 
or, you know, the man might just believe in himself so much so to where he thinks that it's not going to be that much of a challenge. But nonetheless, it's going to be a challenge because at the end of the day, it's going to be Tyson Fury getting in there with Deontay Wilder. I don't care what nobody says. That fight's going on. Uh, Eddie Hearn says he doesn't think it's happening. King Mo says he doesn't think it's happening, which we had our argument this last Sunday about how I'm saying it's going to happen. Deontay Wilder ain't wasting his time going to Belfast, Ireland for a fight that's just all basically clout chasing and nothing but smoke. So I don't see this as being any kind of a funk because Wilder basically wasted six months of, you know, playing with smoke with with Anthony Joshua, even though it wasn't his fault why the fight didn't happen, you know, here nor there. But I'm looking to see this fight happen this weekend, and I'm looking for it to set up the fight going on. They said it's been 99% done for the last two weeks. All you need is that 1%, and the 1% is going to be this Saturday in Belfast when Deontay Wilder crashes the party and talks about what's good. Um, you know, Fury's talking about coming to Las Vegas to fight Wilder. You know what that means? That's going to be pay-per-view. I was hoping that Wilder would go to the U.K. and get that fan base woke about what Deontay Wilder can do. But that's fine. If they want to do it in the, in Vegas, then that works better for us because we get it at the primetime event, you know, 7.45 going on 8 o'clock uh, pay-per-view event, which I think might be deserving because uh, Eddie Hearn and, and, and Anthony Joshua don't think that Wilder could rev- bring any kind of revenue, no kind of sales for the gate for seating or any of that when it comes to a pay-per-view event. So he could actually show that he can make a pay-per-view audience and uh, see what kind of numbers they could do with Tyson Fury. Um, because Tyson Fury's been, he's been talking, man. He's been talking, man. And people, a lot of people forget that this whole stick that Tyson Fury has is basically what Conor McGregor's doing. Conor McGregor is the little Tyson Fury, but he's in the UFC where, you know, we get a lot of those white folks who is all about it. No offense to anybody that takes offense to that, but I'm just saying, and I'm being honest, and if you got any kind of problem with it, let me know. We can talk about it. Guarantee you get humbled on the debate. But I'm just saying, Tyson Fury has been doing this. He's been talking crazy. He's been outlandish. And at the end of the day, he's been fucking winning. When somebody is talking crazy with buffoonery like Tyson Fury, you can't do it with any kind of, you know, weight being pulled behind you unless you're fucking winning. And he's been winning. Ain't nobody ever beat Tyson Fury. Beat Vladimir Klitschko singing Sweet Caroline afterwards. And that was in Germany. He's not afraid to travel. I give him credit for that. Even, and like he said, if he's not ready for the fight, it don't matter. He's going to defend British boxing. Give him credit for that. And at the end of the day, he's a good fighter, good boxing brain, and he's a gypsy. And we know what that means. He'll get dirty if he got to. So... I'm looking forward to it, man. Like, you know what? This fight is going to be more entertaining for me than the Anthony Joshua super fight because we know Deontay Wilder will be talking and Anthony Joshua is just going to be quiet. He's just going to be quiet. He's not going to say nothing much. He's going to be Anthony Joshua. So it's like, yo, it don't matter, man. Uh, it don't matter. We're going to get a big fight. And um, and like, like Tyson Fury said, Eddie Hearn, suck my big hairy balls because I'm in the biggest fight of the world coming up. And your name's nowhere near the list to be involved with any of it. So, hey, man, I'm all for it. And I am, I'm going on record saying right now that this fight is going to happen next. And when it does, Janelle King-Mo, we're going to go back at it again on Sunday because they didn't think it was going down. But I'm, I'm, I'm on it because Wilder's a real dude. He's about whatever it takes. And Tyson Fury, we already know. He's about whatever it takes when he went over and fought Klitschko in Germany. So, um, 
expectations for this fight, quick work. I expect Tyson Fury to make a, a, a really good impression, knockout by the fourth round, and I don't think that there would be any controversy about it as far as referees prematurely stopping a fight to get Deontay Wilder in the ring. Tyson Fury is going to knock the motherfucker out, and they're going to build it up. That's going to be the highlight real material that's going into this fight, just like we're going to get the highlight material from Deontay Wilder and Luis Ortiz. So I expect this fight to go nowhere near five rounds, and that's going to set up the fight that we got, finding out where it's going to be next, because that's where it's going to be. We got to figure out where it's going to be at, because we know what's happening. Wilder Fury, probably by November. Probably by November. I think that's what's going to happen, Willis. So I can't wait, man. I can't wait to see. Probably the, the, the biggest fight that's at 3 o'clock in the afternoon that I've been hyped for in a while. If I'm wrong, like Angel Garcia said about Danny Garcia um, losing to Lucas Matisse, I chopped my fucking head off. <laughs> yeah, hey, I don't think it's gonna be a good idea if uh, if Fury knocks him out early. Uh, as bad as he looked last time, he didn't look good. He didn't look like the old Fury. He didn't look like he could last three rounds with Deontay Wilder in their last fight. So hope I think he should. If he, if he's smart, he goes in there. He he tries to move around. He tries to do what he's gonna do against. Wilder, which he isn't going to just stand there and go toe-to-toe. So do what he did against, uh, you know, start moving around, do a couple of couple of rounds in with somebody trying to knock you out and, you know, in, a, in the real deal. So hopefully, I mean, you might be right. If that if he knocks him out, that's great for Wilder because Fury did look good. But so we'll see how it goes. I'm not really that excited for it. Uh, I think I'm going to be out there on the West Coast this weekend. In the, uh, in the Portland, Oregon, I think they call it the the Northwest. So I'm gonna be out there. So I'll probably I probably ain't gonna check that out until until the next day. But I will check it out, and we'll see what happens, man. But but like I said, what it that is, I don't know if it's the co-main event or just a a, a quick ten rounder yeah. for the Carl. Yeah, it's the co- it's Carl the, co- it's the co-main event. It's the co-main event. Yeah. Okay. Co-main event for Carl Frampton, uh, the Jackal, the guy that was two years ago the fighter of the year. Now he's your boy. Barely maintaining. Now he's barely maintaining. He's fighting some guy named uh, Luke. Hold on, Luke Jackson, I believe. Some some crazy name like that. Let me uh, yeah, make sure I got it right. Showca- it's a showcase fight because you see yeah, Luke when, Jackson. Uh, yeah, sixteen. Uh, 16 and 0 Luke Jackson. Yeah, 16 and 0 Luke Jackson for this feather, for just a featherweight contest. I think the, for the interim WBO belt, something like that, something real weak. No, no real belt yeah. up for grabs. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is a guy, I guess, Carl Frampton's fighting uh, in his hometown. Um, No, no, he's fight. Yeah, fighting in his hometown against this guy Luke. Yeah, Jackson. it's gonna be in Belfast. For really nothing. Yeah, so yeah, so for really, you know. So I guess I don't know. If, I don't know if there wasn't any other fight. You know, I'm not really that high on Frampton ever since he took the took the L to Santa Cruz on the second time, um, and just sort of just falling off the, the face of the map. But he did he did come off a washing of uh of Donary. So he, yeah, I'll be looking for him to watch this guy Luke Jackson who. I've never heard of before. 
um, older guy. He's 33 years of age, coming from uh, Australia. Uh, so, you know, he's this is his life-changing fight. 16-0 and with seven yep. KOs, uh, coming off a KO win. Uh, but fighting, really, no, nobody. He was the Oriental Featherweight Champion, the WBO Oceanic Featherweight Champion. Uh, so, you know, he's fighting little Asian guys or something like that out there. So I don't see him winning. I don't see him winning at all, uh, but Frampton isn't that hype. So overall, I'm not really feeling this. This card isn't really that hype to me. I know Fury makes it sort of interesting just with his mouth and with the future coming up, but Frampton Jackson, that's really nothing. I'm not mm-hmm. really too hype on that. Are worried about that at all? Yeah. Are are you, RC? No, it's kind of disrespectful for. I mean, I get it. You know, Frampton's been more active, and Frampton, you know, was the fighter of the year not too long ago in 2016. But yeah, uh, you know, I just I just think that the the heavyweight lineal, and he is the lineal heavyweight champion, Tyson Fury, uh, uh, being on the co-main. I get it. He's yeah, not facing the top the level comp. You know, tired, right? No, he still is, Willie. He still is, I believe. I believe that they that's, that they did not the lineal the lineal title was not taken from him for whatever reason. I think um, you know it's just it might be a little bit of favoritism for that, but I think he is the lineal champion right now. And because I think that this fight, the lineal championship, cannot be won even if Tyson Fury loses, and even I think with contractual or contractual speaking of with Deontay Wilder potentially moving forward that that would not even be on the line against Deontay Wilder. It would just be the WBC strap. So I think because that Tyson Fury collectively took every belt in one shot, that you cannot just get that lineal title by just winning one strap. Like if, uh, like if, um, you know, like if uh, Joshua had, when he beat. All lineal means is that you beat the guy. So if he beats Fury, he's the lineal champ. That's all that means. It don't have nothing to do with the any belts. You don't have to have any belts, as we see. It's just no, that I you beat it. the I guy, you beat the man that was the lineal champ before, that was the man that may have been the undisputed champ. You beat him, you you know, for you got a couple of belts. So I, if he wins, I don't. If he beats him, he's the lineal, he's the man. But for some reason, I remember looking it up and trying to see who was who was all who was the champ, and. He, I don't think there is a lineal champion heavyweight. Because if well, I, I remember, Adonis Stevenson was still checked, the. My, my, last time I checked, it was a couple weeks ago, and I know that he still is a lineal champ. But I think the reason that this is is because it doesn't happen like this normally. Because normally, if a guy like Tyson Fury beat Vladimir Klitschko and became the lineal champ with all the belts, undisputed heavyweight champion in the world, he continues to defend. He don't go on retirement and go on a cocaine party. So this is unfortunate circumstances why. He's still lineal champ right now because nobody's beat him, but he's still lost all his other belts because nobody else is going to sit around and wait for him. So it's not like it's, it's a situation where it's like it's kind of not common. You know what I mean? So he's still lineal because no one's beat him, but at the same time, he's not the guy because he's lost all his other belts by vacancy. So it's like, you know, it's uncharted territory basically. You know what I'm saying? So it's like um, – going about it right now is not really the most conventional when it comes to 
uh, uh, heavyweight supremacy when, you know, Tyson Fury's really never lost. You know what I mean? No, definitely, definitely. Um, yeah, I was uh, – I'm trying to look it up. <clears throat> yeah, see, it says Tyson Fury was the lineal champion from 2015 to 2016. He retired. So that's it. That means he's no longer – He's no longer the lineal champion because he retired. If he would have, like, sort of – he could have took a hiatus and not uh-huh. retired. Like, he permanently retired. Right. So he, he gave it up. You know, you the one no he does title have, though, must retired. be the ring magazine, right? He still got the ring magazine, right? No, no, no. No, he has nothing because he retired. He's starting at the bottom. You can't – you know, he retired, so he, <sighs> he, he's not he, – he has nothing. So that's what, yeah, I remember because I've, I've been looking into that kind of stuff ever since I saw, you know, George Foreman was the lineal champion for a while. And he, right. but he sort of like, you know, he disappeared for, you know, he was the lineal champion for three years, but he only fought for one of those years and he just didn't fight for a while after he got knocked out by, by uh, Michael Moore, right? But something. Oh, Somehow yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the lineal champion. He still was the lineal champion and he, I don't know how that happened, but I just remember looking it up. So once you retire, you give up everything. So Tyson Fury, he is the lineage, he is the man that beat the man, but since he retired, yep. since he said I quit and retired, he gave up all his uh all his um everything. He gave up everything. So Because I got so high there is no lineal change. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how so I don't know how now what we need to find out is how you become the lineal champion. Do you need to be undisputed? Do you need to get three of the, uh, you know, cause well, there yeah, is because there is no lineal yeah, champion yeah, because, now. He took, yeah, because he took all the belts in one shot. Oh, it happened. He took all of them in one shot because, you know, when Vladimir was champ, nobody else had a belt. Vladimir had them all. Um, probably. No, he didn't. He had to no, come he out the WBC. I think I think WBC was gone. Yeah, he had uh, right because he wasn't yeah. undisputed. Yeah, because I think uh, Bermain Severn, if if Wilder did not take that one yet, then that was it. But you know, uh, ugh. God, that's not that old politics bullshit in boxing, man. Yeah, that's that's the whole trick of that. Yeah, I don't know I how get you get it. I get it. Yeah, I gotta look that. I gotta look that up and see have more because this is something that does interest me. This lineal champion. But well, really, no, it I goes think, the same I mean, way. All it it really goes the same way, is... though, Willa. Well, Willa, it goes the same okay. way like the light heavyweight championship when uh, when uh, uh, Sergey Kovalev some years back had all the belts and Adonis Stevenson only had the WBC title. That was kind of similar to the heavyweight division that we got right now because, you know, Adonis Stevenson was just holding that belt hostage, basically. Similar to, like, Miguel Cotto. Miguel Cotto was holding the WBC uh, uh, what, um, middleweight title hostage because he wouldn't find no middleweights because he wasn't a middleweight. But Golovkin had all the other belts, so he was the lineal middleweight champion. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, um, I guess it goes from, it, it takes a little bit of uh, 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 some of the ring magazine and the bounce for pound that kind of goes into uh, consideration with that. But those are just two examples of where this was kind of that way with Coda uh, uh, with the WBC and Adonis Stevenson with the WBC and, you know, the guys underneath that had all the rest of the work, the hard work. Yeah, because I think Adonis Stevenson is still the lineal light heavyweight champion. In fact, I Somehow. know he is. So, yeah. 
Somehow he beat he beat somebody. He beat the man. He whoever was the lineal champion before he beat him, and that's why he even though he only had one belt and he could hold it hostage, yeah. he's still the champ. But yeah, yeah I, no, I got you. Uh, we 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 went off off kilter on the uh, Frampton Jackson fight. That just shows you how hype it is. Uh, another fight that's going to be on ESPN, at least the main event. Another uh, heavyweight fight. Uh, Brian Jennings, 23 and 2, versus Alexander Demidrinko, 41 and 3, uh, 26 KOs. Uh, this is a heavyweight fight, not for any belt. Probably, if I looked it up, probably only 10 rounds. Um, are you interested in this at all? Me, I can care less about this. Uh, well, Brian Jennings, uh, I have somewhat interest in him because um, of the fight that he had some years ago against Vladimir Klitschko. A lot of people thought he won that fight, and he looked good in the fight. Uh, he unfortunately had a bad fight after that when Luis Ortiz knocked him the fuck out. Uh, so, But that's Luis Ortiz. So if he can look really good in this fight, then... Yeah, that'll look better on Luis Ortiz's part and even worse on Latimer Klitschko's part. But if he just looks like shit, then that's going to look terrible on both fighters' parts. So, I mean, you know, I'll I check it out, and then hopefully he looks somewhat as a live dog in the fight and has somewhat of a pop because Brian Jennings was never, you know, top five contender. But when you talk about Elite 11, he might have been cracking that 11 to 10 to 9 spot, you know. So, yeah, a little bit of interest there. Yeah, I have uh, no interest at all. No, this is a twelve-round bout. Uh, hey, hey, Willa, he's a he's a black guy against the European, though. Who you got? <laughs> I mean, of course I got, of course I got Jennings, but Jennings has sort of because uh, because yeah. there's, there's a little bit of there's a little bit of speculation coming from our old podcast where, um, you know. You might always just go for the black guy, but I don't know. I, that's I, that's not my words. Just some guys from the page, not me. Oh, I mean, yeah. If if there's a American black guy going against some guy that I I don't know and I don't know them both, and I've got to pick one, I'm gonna go with the black guy. I mean, <laughs> or you know, that yeah. has you know that is what it is. I I would uh, expect a, a European or a Russian guy against this German Drinko. Uh, probably from Germany. Can I ask you a question? Well, you say that, He's and I, I understand that fully. I understand that fully, like, for sure, because, you know, I'm a little bit the same way. If a Puerto Rican fighter's fighting a, um, a white dude or whatever, you already know what time it is, even if I don't know him. How come Janelle don't ever go for the black guy whenever he's fighting a European? You got any kind of thoughts on that? Just wondering. I don't know. Yeah, no, I don't. I, I have no idea. We bring it up with Janelle all the time. Seems like he's getting much better now that we've been mentioning it to it. Maybe it's just something subconsciously that he was doing. <laughs> but I think he's getting more better with his picks when it comes to you know the fast twitch athletes, man. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. But as far but as far as this fight, man, it's not. Yeah, I'm not really that worried about it. In fact, this week this weekend of boxing, like last weekend. I'm not, I'm not that wired about it. But I was wired for a couple of seconds when I 
saw a headline. And you know, in uh, 2018, people, not a lot of, most people just read the headline and keep it moving, using that as the, the full basis of through and what, what facts they're bringing oh, to the yeah. table. And, yep. you know, I almost did that today when I clicked on Boxing News, just trying to see what's going on. And the uh, first thing that pops up is Pacquiao and Mayweather, 99% uh, – Mayweather 2, 99% chance that it happens. I'm like, what? What the hell? I'm hyped. I click on it. Dot, 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 says Sylvester Stallone. I'm like, oh. no. <laughs> yeah. like what? Oh. Okay. So I read it, and they're like, this guy, the, the, oh, they just asked him, and he was, yeah, he was like, you know, it, it should happen if I was them, and you know, I would do it, <laughs> and they've got the, you know, everything on the table, and you know, he's, he, you know, and uh, that's good. Come to that's find good. out, yeah. Come <laughs> to find out, he had, yeah, he has no inside. He's just making, uh, making a. Uh, Prediction. A movie. So I was sort of, yeah, I was sort of hyped when I saw that. I'm glad I read it. I'm glad I just didn't come on here. Like, oh man, I read that. I read that that was going to happen. But it's lingering out there. And a lot of people, a lot of people, I mean, it's not, I mean, I won't say a lot of people are talking about it, but it's something that's been in the air. It's something that Pacquiao, I think, really wants. It's it's a lot a lot of money to be made. Is there yeah. any way, RC? Is there any way that you see Mayweather Pacquiao to going down? I always told people who never believed the first fight was going to happen that it was going to happen. I mean, I felt like I was the only guy. I mean, not even in the boxing media for the first three years. Probably in the you know two years that we were in OTG going back from 2014 to 2015 to when it actually happened. I thought the fight was always going to happen no matter what. And, you know, this fight has possibilities of happening and I know that there's money to be made and we all know that Floyd likes to retire, come back, retire, come back, retire, come back, retire, come back. So um, there definitely has some weight to it. Now, here's the thing. Pacquiao said, He's got three more fights and he's done. And I know when we say Pacquiao has three more fights and he's done, we're like, man, fuck that. He's washed up, blah, blah, blah. But he just came off a big knockout win over Lucas Matisse, dropping his ass three times in Malaysia. So you cannot look at Manny Pacquiao like it's just a wash fighter who three more fights is garbage because we just got a fight in Malaysia that was pretty damn good. So um, I know that the the Pacquiao hype is kind of coming back, you know, zombie effect. Whatever you, whatever you want to call it, but Floyd's always in shape. Pacquiao, he's still working. He's still on the clock. He's still punching in. So um, I definitely think that it has some weight to it and the possibility where, you know, shit, it, it, it's a going out fighting people. Be like, you know, if people remember that uh, last year there was a meme that was going on on the internet where it had Kermit the Frog looking at Kermit the Frog with the Darth Vader type of cape on. Boxing fans, whether they're casual or hardcore, without the cape, are going to say, 
if Floyd and Pacquiao fight again, I'm not going to watch that. But on the other side of it, if Floyd and Pacquiao fight, y'all know you're going to watch that fight. Y'all know you're going to pay attention to it. Y'all know you're going to look into somehow, some way to see that fight. Now, it won't be $100 like the first fight was. Might be a, a, a lot cheaper. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um, might get the $65 event, might get the $60 event, whatever it is. But um, for the most part, I think that it has a 45% chance of happening again, maybe a 55% chance of happening again. Because there's still, like Pacquiao said, there's three more fights in this table. So if Pacquiao wins these next two fights, I'm giving it a 100% chance of happening again. Because if Pacquiao loses one or two of these fights moving forward, it's not going to happen. No way, no how. Even if he wins one, loses one, no way, no how. It's not going to happen. But if he wins both these fights moving forward, it's going to happen 1,000%. Um, Pacquiao looked good in his last fight, and if he could do it again and again, then we'll see what happens. But um, it's just going to be it's gonna, you're going to have to be very smart when it comes to strategic moves, and Pacquiao is now by himself, not promoted by Bob Arum no more, so he's going to have to be careful what he does because you don't want to get in there with a Terrence Crawford right now. You don't want to get in there with a Keith Thurman coming off an injury. You don't want to get in there with a Danny Garcia. You don't want to get in there with a Sean Porter. You don't want to get in there with Earl Spence. You know what I mean? It's it's all bad right now for Pacquiao when it comes to top-level competition. Hell, maybe he could fight an Adrian Broner. I think Pacquiao could probably beat Broner. You know, it's a 50-50 fight. Um, even then, I'll probably still be leading a little bit towards Broner. But, I mean, Pacquiao looked good his last fight, man. There's no doubt about it. Um, he did not look washed, and that might be because, you know, a lot of testing was taken out the picture when it come to Malaysia, but who knows? That's neither here nor there. But I'm just going to say it right now. I think this fight does happen. I think it happens. I think Pacquiao fights two more guys that are nobody. Well, not nobodies, but, you know, um, he might get a um, – he might get somebody in there, man. I mean, and don't even forget about Mikey Garcia, which uh, is another person you want to stay away from. But I think Pacquiao could get in there with some guys, get two dubs under his belt, and if he does that, then we're going to have a retirement old man fight. And I know a lot of people might not want to see it, but they'll end up paying attention to it. So um, I might sound crazy by saying that the second fight is going to happen, but I sound crazy when I said the first fight was going to happen. So whatever, man. I think it, I think it, I think it is going to happen. And um, the only difference would be – is the numbers because no way, no how they're doing 4.6 uh, million pay-per-view sales if they fight again. We talk, but we're still talking about over a mil. So, hey, we just gotta wait and see. And uh, Floyd Mayweather, we need to stay away from them fat buggers if you gonna if you want to make that happen. Man, so you giving it 55 percent? So you're thinking that there's there's an all right chance that it's gonna happen. And, uh, you know, yep. I, you don't sound – it sounds crazy, but you don't sound crazy. You know, this could happen, like you said. Uh, as, Thank you. Or, well, like I said, there's a lot of money to be made, um, maybe not as much as the last one, but you never really know. You know, you never really can count on how much people hate Floyd Mayweather. And if Pacquiao is looking oh, really yeah. good and he's, and he's looking good and that fight goes down, and, and Floyd gets out there, the original shit talker, and gets out there oh, yeah, and starts putting, you know, throwing money on the on the stage, doing all yeah. that crazy stuff. You know, I can see I can see a lot of people buying that fight, trying to see him lose finally. So, you know, that oh, fifty yeah. and zero and being I, up for grabs. I don't, mean to, I, I don't mean to cut you off, bro, but but just real quick, one little thing. 
I forgot to mention, the Pacquiao fans might be the most delusional fans in boxing, but everybody thinks that that uh, orthroscopic surgery he had on his shoulder was real. So once that little thing, that little nugget came out, they're like, oh, that's why Pacquiao lost. Let's run it back, Floyd, when he gets healthy. So don't forget about that because that's going to be a reason why people will still pay attention to this fight being a big portion of the Manny Pacquiao fan base. No, definitely, definitely. And the hate for Floyd is so real. So, you know, there's there, we don't know what the numbers would look like. Probably not as big as that one. But, you know, they still might be a top 10 pay-per-view, you know. So what percent? I would probably give it like a 35% chance of happening. Uh, I don't really think it would happen just because, like you said, Mandy's got three more fights. If he's going to take it on his last fight, that's what, a year, a year and a half. Floyd is, I don't know, he's 40, what, one or two right now. That's 43, 44 years but he old. But uh, Yeah, but, you know, acting and feeling are two different things. So, <laughs> you know, I, yeah. I don't know uh, – I don't know if he would be able to do it, but like you said, you know, maybe they fight in Malaysia or maybe they, maybe they fight where both of them don't really have to take the test. So it's science on well, science. Maybe, or maybe they fight Or maybe they fight in Dubai. We always heard rumors about Dubai because Dubai gets more money than Las Vegas. The only place on earth that gets more money than Vegas. And remember Anthony Joshua, he had that ring on top of that hotel in Dubai where he was kind of sparring and shit and how dope it looks out there because they're, architects or like on another level so maybe that's the one fight we get in dubai who knows shit hey maybe billion dollar fight so hey i don't think it's crazy and the way they keep on putting it out there i think you know people are just testing the waters seeing what people are thinking uh floyd mayweather can't stay out can't stay out of out of boxing for too much longer i don't think without trying to dip in so we're gonna see yep i definitely uh you know, so like I said, I, I give about thirty-five, forty percent chance of happening. You're giving it a fifty-five percent chance of happening. So we both think there's yep. a, a chance that it can, is that it, it could happen. So we'll see. I'll definitely watch it. You know, uh, and probably throw a party and check it out with my peeps because I think that'll be a big time fight. And uh, watching two old guys spar it out like a like the movie Grudge Match. So. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Definitely, definitely, man. I can see, I can, I can see it happening, man. I really do. Um, just because of the simple the ma- fact of the matter that Manny's in, in, is staying active and he's looking good, and Floyd is, you know, he, he's he's always staying in shape. He's still walking around. He's not losing anything. But um, and Floyd hasn't taken damage, so it's not like he's going to be a Shane Mosley or somebody coming in the fight game when they got a lot of miles on him and shit like that. So. I can see it happening. It's just about, um, you know, if it makes dollars, it makes sense. And I think that it'll make enough dollars to where it'll make enough sense. So you say it don't sound crazy, but it, you know, I think it does sound crazy. But at the same time, it makes sense, bro. It really does. And because <laughs> we're talking about two fighters in their 40s. Uh, I don't know if Pacquiao's in his 40s yet because I know that Pacquiao's two years younger than Floyd Mayweather, so he might be 39 right now. But, you know, end of the day, um, round that shit off. So he might be, you know, he basically is there right now. But um, yeah, I could definitely see this kind of thing going down, man. Because you know they could they could do the whole promos of Floyd slapping that little, uh, you know, that little um, uh, punching bag dummy thing that he had, talking about 
Manny, why you say his shoulders hurt? And bam, bam, bam. So they could do something with it, man. They definitely could do something with it. As long as the fork in the road, the only fork in the road that might fuck everything up is if Pacquiao signs his last three-year promotional deal with Eddie Hearn's The Zone that we talked about on Sunday. That's the only thing because we know Pacquiao wants money and we know that Eddie Hearn got a billion-dollar deal and he got a lot of money to play with. So that's the only that's the only roadblock right there. Yeah, Eddie Hearn, he has a lot of a lot of money to play with, but um, I've been seeing that he's been losing a lot of purse bids. Well, not a lot. I've been miss, missing out on a couple of purse bids, so I don't know what he's doing with that money, man. But I think that's where we're, we're going to leave it today. Uh, like I said, it wasn't too much going on, unless you've got anything that uh, you had on your mind, R.C. Um. Uh, not not that I could think of at the uh, uh, top of my head. I mean, there's there's always been some stuff going on in boxing, but I mean, um, not really a whole lot of whole lot of um, other than the fact of Javante Davis getting in some beef with a white boy named T.J. Dillashaw in uh, the MMA world, which I think is a complete joke. Don't think it's going to happen, even though they've been going back and forth on Twitter and stuff like that. And and, and take it easy, guys. When I say a white boy like T.J. Dillashaw, I just say it because. For funsies that we don't really got too many white guys in boxing, so um, similar to basketball, you will get called that. So, uh, but you know, I, I don't think there's any much truth to it. You know, Javante Davis is saying send the contract and shit like that, but um, you know, we, we know what time it is when it comes to the different, the differentiated hand skill level that Tank Davis has compared to a guy like. I mean, I've only seen T.J. Dillashaw fight maybe. Uh, 30 seconds of my life So <laughs> you know what I mean uh, I have a very short attention span And if you don't captivate my attention In 30 seconds Lose my number Yeah definitely I did see that uh, That little back and forth uh, Yeah you know I don't know what they were talking about Fighting in the cage or in the ring Either yeah, way both guys. Crazy. Yeah I don't you know who Who knows who really cares but uh yeah man I want to thank everybody for with us y'all make sure y'all uh check out last week's show with uh with King Mo uh, comment like yeah. share do all that stuff make sure y'all come back next week as we go uh, not next week on Sunday maybe I might have to hit you back because I might be on the plane Sunday so it might be late it might be late Sunday but uh all right all right we'll, we'll talk well, about uh, these well let me know. Talk- let me let me know what's good, Willow. We'll figure something out. And I just want to uh, give a quick shout-out real quick before we get out of here uh, uh, to the Herbalife Nutrition that I'm rocking with right now. You're going to see me real chopped up. I might get in the ring with Gennady Golovkin if we get something going on. Shout-out to my man, Tyrone Cornelius, coming from the U. That's T-Y underscore fit four, number four, life at Instagram. And uh, find out what we're rocking with because it's time to get this shit serious. I'm going to go over there chopped up when we go in September talking about the Triple G Golovkin uh, uh, and a Canelo fight. And I might try to rush the ring like 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 uh, Tyson Fury going to rush the ring uh, when he did with Deontay Wilder talking about you fighting up the bums. Now fight me. We're going to see. But that's all I got, man. Well, yeah, if that happens, we want to make sure uh, we check, make sure that uh, Herbalife isn't late and do some body testing, man. So. Uh, we'll holla, we'll holla at everybody. Um, yeah, shout out to everybody that's rocking with us. Outside is boxing podcast midweek. We catch y'all next time. We out. Peace.